welcome back to Sound Nation. I'm here with the producer himself, Sendelicious, Sende <laughs> the Lion. The main has grown. The man himself. The Please born on Sunday. Introduce yourself, man. Uh, my name is Sende, but I go as born on Sunday. I also go as DJ Vanka, depending on the occasion you find me. You find me on the deck, I'm DJ Vanka. You find me in the studio, I'm born on Sunday. Born on yeah. su- born on Sunday. Where where did that come from? <sighs> you know, so my name is actually my, my name is Sunday. Actually, means born on Sunday in the sense um um my name is Pigeon. Pigeon. Pigeon like West African pigeon. <laughs> oh yeah, dude! I forgot you're like half yeah. Uh, yeah. West African. Yeah, I'm yeah. from Benin. Benin, yeah. yeah. So yeah, my name is Pigeon. Um, like if you say it like in Pigeon, it's like Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. But but usually I was usually think that you're born actually born on Sunday. Yeah, I was. I was. That's how I was named that. Huh. I was named that because I was actually born on Sunday. Damn. Yeah. Okay. That's actually where the name came from. I really struggled with the name. I remember when I asked my friends like, give me a name. Was it? <laughs> it never used to come. So finally, like, I just sat on it myself and like, what's the most present thing about me? Um, my name. My name was really unique in its own way, so I decided okay. just to use it. Okay. Yeah. Damn. All right, what have you been up to? What what music have you been making? What <laughs> what uh tell us, tell us what what do you what you've been up to, man? Okay. Um so for sure mo- guys who know about Kisembe know that we are like <sighs> Kisembe is like a, it's like a cocktail of like different artists who do like different things. Mm-hmm. So imagine if you had like a combination of um Major Laser and maybe a band. Major Laser and a band. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Like we have okay. it's, it's a, well pr- a mixture of producers and instrumentalists plus mm-hmm. a plus two vocalists. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. But you you mainly do production side. You don't do any vocals. Come on, uh, I know you can sing. Yeah, I do just vocals as well. But yeah. um, most of the time, I, I stick to songwriting and mm-hmm. production. Um, when it comes to vocals, I still haven't found um, the right production for my vocals yet, because. Um, when I actually began, I began with rapping, actually. Oh, the really? The first time I got in the studio, I, ended up, I was rapping at one of my friends' studios in Canada. And I was like, okay. Yo, you're good at this, man. You should try this. I was like, I was like <laughs> if I'm going to do it, I want to make sure I do it in a way that like, I find my sound before I just start rapping on somebody's beats. Yeah. Um, so I said I'd take more of the, maybe the Kanye West route, route on that. So, yeah. Okay. But that's on the plan of it. What What was the first song? that pushed you into start writing raps can you remember yeah um i know you're a j cole guy i'm a j cole guy but finally i don't think it was j cole mm. the guy who got me very interested in writing was jay-z Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's how schoolboy got ripped in, got left on some chest. Me, myself, and I on some true boy shit. Had the boys to a place up, to a place of no return. Had to play with fire and get burned. Only way the boy ever gon' learn. Had to lay way in the crack till I finally got my turn. Now I'm on top in the spot that I earned. It's my life. 
is my pain and my struggle. The song that I sing to you is my everything. Treat my first like my last and my last like my first. I was like... If you listen to that song, it's basically, like given the whole album, if you listen to it, mm-hmm. it's a full expression of who he was at specifically that time. Mm-hmm. And when you listen to my first song, you know, it's it's more of like, yo, yeah, he's been there for six years, but like, yeah. can he keep on with this? Mm-hmm. Most, we, most people do know how to speak, but do know how to write. It's mm-hmm. a different type of or in the music game it's so difficult to understand you know mm-hmm. it's like patterns that's how i see writing patterns mm-hmm. so there's a certain pattern i got from jay-z that i've never seen on anyone else's music all right give me one song on the black album the song is called my first song my first song yeah it's called my first song. my first song okay so there's that song and there's a song called lucifer as well Yo, oh lucifer was a jam yeah. lucifer was a jam that's crazy yeah i like that song so most of my influences i think for writing mostly um Jay-Z, Kanye West, Notorious B.I.G., mm-hmm. J. Cole, mm-hmm. Kendrick, um, even Major in Kenya. Major is a very interesting guy. Mm-hmm. Like Not like Major now, but Major in like maybe 2007. Do you remember this song where Major had like a party in the song? Yes, the video? yes, I remember that song. If you listen to the lyrical prose of that song, like yeah. it's like a complete story, you know. Even yeah. listen to songs like Landlord, you know, it's... Yeah it's a full expression of where you come from yeah and if you're not writing out of expression then you're not doing it so yeah yeah Yeah, that's so true man and like with his lyrics and how he even sounds through the songs and even how he switches with his flows it's kind of different you know major is crazy (laughs) major is crazy major is crazy even even what he's doing this year like Yo, this song that he has is a new Tilly Brown. Mm. Yo, every time I listen to the lyrics over there, it's just crazy. Even this, this new song that he has with um, this guy called Reckless. We're talking about Ati, Ati Nkeja Menuliona Moniki. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's, you know, you can tell there's a lot of context to his lyricism. And it's funny as well. It's very hilarious. It's like a complete understanding of... His situation. Yeah. There's always that those girls you want to make fun of because exactly. they have nothing of their own. Exactly. <laughs> and and, yeah. and I like the fact that he has... Yo, I don't know if you listened to the last episode of Sound Nation. Mm. Um, we, do a, we do a segment where every month we just go through the songs that have come through mm. to the... to In Kenya, basically. Okay. So we did, we did last month... We did... November's uh, episode, no, November singles, mm. and yo, Meja has like four different songs. Yeah, he has one with Saru, he has one with uh, Willie Paul, he has Reckless, he has one with Reckless. Then I think he's also featured in another one. I don't think I reviewed it, but dude, Meja's Meja's being busy, man. Yeah, he's, he's been, been busy. busy. He's, he's been, been busy. really busy this year. I really look up to that guy, to be honest, because um. I remember when you we were younger, his songs were like more conscious. I think it's just because of the market has changed his strategy on like lyricism. No, but I think also, dude, he's still he's still rapping about like really insightful th- insightful things. Yeah. He's joking, like he raps with jokes and stuff like that. But yeah. they're actual stories, and if you actually sit down and listen to them, yeah. like he's actually talking sense. He's not. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen his his interview and how he said he doesn't want. Um, he's never gonna post any photo of his kids. On his wife, yeah. Or his wife yeah. on Instagram and stuff yeah. like that. You you saw? Yeah, I saw. Yeah. 
like what do you actually think about like that part of the industry what do you think about like the whole fame thing genuinely yo dude if if you hear can a jay z talk about fame the way they do especially in like songs like um holy grail yeah. how they never go outside they can't um they can't walk outside without uh, without having paparazzi stop them or they can't even take their kid to mm. to the ice cream shop or anything like that. fame is fame has its blessings but it's it's so it's so infilling so in enveloping that when you look at other people have it it's not really something that you want to have you know yeah like let's, let's even look at the situations like for example like dance you have in Nairobi like for example you know if you look at like this Shakila thing Shakila tell yeah. me tell me more about it yeah she, you know Shakila we've we've been talking on social media for the last few weeks Hey, she's in she? um, 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 we, we have yeah. we have another another one of us uh, Laura's here please Laura show me the video can you find it uh, find it for us the, w- what's the video yeah it's just type over there like um Shakila you know the video of Shakila talking on on Terry Lynn's live yo she was naked bro no way she's naked like she's naked video, yeah, bro she's actually naked wait so <laughs> it, it blew up what happened yeah it blew up but like you know like my this order analyze about the situation i know she's young mm. but yo it's a bit crazy because like i don't know where she's gonna be in the next 10 years or what she's gonna do with that because mm-hmm. like i remember like the whole victor Wanyama thing you remember when she was saying like she slept with victor Wanyama, like yeah, she slept yeah. with when when mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, it became like a whole lawsuit thing. Yeah. And she's like 19. So I was thinking, you know, where is she going to be when she's 29? Like, is the fame really worth it at some at, yeah. at, at one yeah. point? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. If, you, if you just see, do you find the video? Uh, it's, it's okay. Just go check. Okay, it's okay. No problem. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. No problem. Well, I will just see it and, and I'll just look for it when I look for it. Yeah. When I think of the word fame, I think of Dave Chappelle. His kind of fame? Not his kind of fame. His choice with fame. Ah. Uh. I remember when he left Chappelle's show and he made that statement of... And he, he, he gave it out like... As an artist, I looked at it and I was like, you know, there's a cost to everything. Yeah, it's always... Uh, there's a cost to everything. Like, uh, yeah. you you lose... You, you give and take. It's a give and take. Um, uh, whatever you give, there's something that someone is going to take from you, you know? And whatever you take, some you have to give to someone it's always a give and take push and pull yeah like how yeah. much are you actually willing to sacrifice for yeah, exactly do you think you have do you have like a line me i don't but you know <laughs> I, I, i don't but you know <laughs> uh, i don't know but no 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 but to be honest yeah i think i do i think there's certain aspects where if it gets too heavy it gets too much and it starts messing with your with your mental yeah and you start overthinking you your energy your energy energy is very important you know oh yeah so if your energy starts changing and you start noticing obviously it's it's obviously it's not good for you and stuff like that you know it's just so crazy in that sense because like that's the word energy like you get fame mm-hmm. you get girls you yeah. get money you get um cars good house um get going go good holidays and stuff she found the video she found the video let's see it okay it's buffering it's all right yeah bundles 
<laughs> <laughs> you want to see that video, Zende, don't you? Yeah, that video is a bit crazy, bro. It's okay. It's crazy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Imagine that was your 19 year old sister. It's crazy, bro. Oh! Yeah, bro, yeah. Oh, Akuna Matara. Oh my goodness. Akuna Matara. Oh wow. That was mad. Wow. So, bro, what's the price of fame? <laughs> I don't even know. That's a price. Damn. Anyways, switching gears, man. Yeah. What music were you listening to growing up in the household at home? <laughs> what were you brought up with? Yeah, this is only funny. Yeah. I just a lot of Disney songs. Bruh. <laughs> are you serious? My bro was so in tune. Like high school musical. Yo. We're all in this together. Wow. Yeah, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I grew up listening to a lot of that, a lot of rap, mm-hmm. a lot of rock, and EDM. Give me some artists, man. Give me some songs that you can I remember. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll st- I, I know people are going to get pissed off because they never used to listen to R&B. Mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> there was just a whole, I don't know. There's a, a sort of feeling guys to give you and you're a guy and you listen to R&B. I don't know. But that's a conversation for oh, later. Oh my gosh. You, you, <laughs> you were those vibes of Usher, Eti. Don't let it burn. I listen to Justin yeah? Bieber only on those on my own. <laughs> oh, for reals? In the shower? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Wow. But the yeah, artist, um, EDM. Uh-huh. So EDM because EDM was my favorite, actually. Yeah. I listen to a lot of Hardware. Ooh, you remember his show? You remember his, uh, his show? The, I think it was it's the weekly one. Yeah, the weekly one. It was a podcast as well. Yeah. yeah. You, you yeah. listen to that? Yeah. Almost actually every week. I think that's what made me start like... I said DJ when I was like 16. Because mm-hmm. of that, yeah. I was so interested in it. I was like, it's such a weird genre of music. It's so diverse. So Hardwell, Martin Garrix, Ooh. Calvin Harris. Ooh. Um, Funny enough. Jaco and Torres. Jaco and Torres, yeah. Funny enough for me, when I also, EDM had love. The first, the first actually, I started listening to a lot of podcasts, a lot of EDM podcasts. Yeah. Like, uh, Sebastian and Grosso's yeah. podcast. I don't know Whoa. why he stopped it. I think uh, he only had like nine episodes. And then there was um, who else? Uh, I listened to Tiesto Club Life. Yeah, ooh, Tiesto ooh. Club Life. Yeah, yeah, I used to listen to that, that podcast. Was a good time. That <laughs> uh, was a good time, man. 2012, 2012, <laughs> 2013, 2011. House. That's oh. a good time. That's a good time for EDM. That's hey, a very good time for EDM. That's why, like, even even at that time, a lot of artists started like moving it. Remember. Famous song, David Guetta, Kid Cudi. Yeah, yeah. 
Exactly, and remember he day and night um, had a remix. It was the Crooks, yeah, the Crooks remix, the Crooked remix, cro- yeah, Crooked remix. Yeah. Oh, dude, day EDM, night. yeah, yeah. So, so for me, the first song I think that really pushed me into EDM was uh, I think it was a Swedish House Mafia song, and a friend of mine showed me, and we're. It was it back in 2011. Please, I know you're gonna read my. What is it? Was it one? No. With Pharrell. No. No. Was it? Uh, it was just Swedish House Mafia. This has this must have. Was it all of the dogs in the video? Yes. Oh, Save the point? world. Oh yeah. Save the world. <laughs> it. I. She showed me. She showed me the day it came out, and they were like, "Yeah," because she was a chick from. Um, she was from she was from Sweden actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she was like, "Yeah, oh, check out these guys. They're really dope. They're from where I'm from." Shout out to Oda. Her name is Oda. Oda Wait, is, like I know Axel is Sebastian Gross is also from Sweden. Yeah, I don't know his, his name sounds so German. No, in German, like a bit Spanish, like in Grosso, you know. In Grosso sounds Spanish. I say really, sound, sounds like Portuguese. Something mm-hmm. like some something. That's weird. Like, I, I don't don't think so. No, I don't think so, man. Okay, yeah. but yeah, like for you, what was it, what was what was the song that? turned you into EDM? It's a very good question. It must have been Spaceman by Hardware. Spaceman Hardware. Oh, dun, yeah, dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. yeah. It's either that one or... I think the song I like... I, I don't know. I know I know guys don't know this group so much. Mm-hmm. But it was one of my favorite groups of all time, actually. Mm-hmm. They're called Vistone. Oh, my stone. They got me loving EDM. They had some dope remixes. Oh, my God, man. They had some dope, dope remixes. The original tracks were crazy. Yeah. Uh, Stone were crazy. I I, I was very in awe with the production. I was in awe with it. Even their sampling, like, they had had this song where they sampled one of Barack Obama's speeches. Oh, and then they took took parts of it, yeah? Yeah, They took, I remember, Hope, yeah. I remember that song. Fantastic. They took parts of it. I remember. Yeah. What? Dude, you're taking me back on the stage. <laughs> now I'm thinking about like um like who? Who else am I th- I can think of? Tommy Trash. Ooh. Um Yo and the last time you had that name. Yeah, Yo, Tommy, Tommy Trash, Trash man. Crazy. Tommy Trash, Steve Aoki, um Afrojack. Do you do you remember how crazy Steve Aoki used to be? With the cake and everything. <laughs> did, did you know that guy does like he's so crazy he does like i think almost 200 shows a year dude that's uh, yo ED, uh, edm artists like edm artists djs and producers those guys they yeah. work crazy yeah like i think there was a time calvin harris was it calvin harris or someone who cut their who canceled their shows yeah who canceled the shows because they were like they were doing way too much i don't know if it was calvin harris or or Tiesto or something. Yeah. They were doing like crazy number of shows. Yeah. And dude, those guys get paid. Like how many? Like um like about two hundred like shows a year or something. Like Calvin Harris with Calvin Harris there was a time he was like doing two twenty, two thirty shows in a year. Are you really sleeping at that at that moment? Are you actually really sleeping at that point? I probably not. Yeah, probably not. Probably not sleep, sleeping at all, man. Because like, you know, I was thinking about it in the sense of like 
you know i'm the music even i make mm-hmm. i i when i produce on my own i produce like hip hop and stuff oh let's get into that let's get into that i know you i know you like yeah. sampling like Kanye West like Kanye yeah. West does i know you yeah. your 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 mind frame and your yeah. ideas and creation <laughs> come from the man himself Kanye West so like um the thing is um so this is my production on my own mm-hmm. when i work with Kisembe, we work more of like edm group yeah but when i work on my own i do like production on like like the Kanye West stuff i found out about a girl called Frank Dukes Frank Dukes, yeah, Frank Dukes is he's dope. He's dope. I've ever heard of, she've had a song called Real Friends by Kanye West. Yeah. I've heard that the sample is so airy and yep. stuff. Yep. So like there's a certain way that Frank Dukes makes samples for artists mm-hmm. that I don't understand why people would say sampling is not part of a music process. Because you gain you get something from somebody else. Yeah. And from what you hear you express what you've heard into a full For beat. sure, for sure, for sure. So like the way Kanye did it and the way I do my hip hop stuff, yeah. Um I can make my own melodies, but when I make my own melodies most of the time I don't finish the beat. You don't finish the beat, you just keep I the melody. It to someone else. Ah. And when I when I find a sample I finish the beat. Mm-hmm. So most of the time music is like uh Music is a very weird process especially when it comes to hip hop. <laughs> yeah. Cuz hip hop is yeah. so much around the aspect of sampling, even loops, yeah. especially in today's game. Yeah. Like m- barely anyone makes their own melodies. Very rarely. It's very rare. But it's it's been overdone. What do you mean? Well. Like sampling melodies? You mean? Um I I li- I I kind of like there's a certain way I I separate using loops and sampling. Mm-hmm. When I think of sampling, I think of i get like a 70s song yeah i put it on my yeah. on my daw and then yeah. i switch it over into like a today's type of song yeah then there's loops mm-hmm. loops is like you just go to a website for a loop like maybe a 10 second loop yeah splice it. shout out splice so yeah. shout out splice guys <laughs> splice if you're yeah. listening <laughs> to this please come come through come sponsor through. me yeah uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah guys just go and splice you get like a sample or like this maybe a loop or a 10 second loop you put mm-hmm. on a DW make a beat with it mm-hmm. but the thing about it is most of the time like those loop if you don't add anything to it it's pointless yeah so you still have to make like your own melody with it mm-hmm. do you do you, do you have, you, you've had um Drake's Grease yes or Tusi Slide yes the producer once said I never forget <laughs> he samples everything mm-hmm. he uses loops for everything yeah so it works for some guys mm-hmm. some guys it doesn't at all at all it backfires it backfires because like i think when you take a loop you should keep the song simple yeah you don't want to you don't want to overburden it especially like adding adding maybe you're saying oh it needs mm. it needs another reverb here or, oh yeah. it needs organs here or something yeah and usually like those loops that you have maybe you can tweak them a bit and yeah. add like your own maybe rhythm yeah and yeah. maybe s- speed it up slow it down yeah. i like i hmm, let me think of a song where they took a loop and slowed it down all right remember the popping. we can do was popping they sped yeah. it up they sped, sped it up, it up a bit, yeah. yeah they sped they sped up the loop there's another there's another song um the one that i'm thinking of is zero to 100 Ooh, Drake. yo remember that, that loop? that's that's still from dukes bro that's yeah, Frank Dukes. Frank Dukes, yeah. man, that guy is crazy. That's a, that sample, that sample, yeah. it was very like, it was very slow. If you listen to the original song, yeah. it's so slow. 
so slow. Yeah, Frank Dukes, like most of the time, like his loops are quite slow. Like um, he'll make like a sample. I never, I never forget when I first heard that Kanye West on Real Friends. Yeah. I was like, yo. Then, this is a funny spot about, like the original sample was like two minutes. Oh, for real? Then the sample for the song was like five seconds of the loop. Oh, because they only took like one part. And then and like... That yeah. one part is so short, bro. The fact that he made a whole song from that one is part. crazy. Like Frank Dukes, like, like I think he just goes to like I think he just goes to student freestyles. Then oh, whatever real? part of yeah. the loop you of the of the the sample you like use you use it. Yeah. So like yeah, the um the art of but like, getting to most serious part of like production in hip hop like the production in hip hop is dying. I'm not gonna lie on that. In what sense? Like, what do you mean? Um, I don't like that. Simple doesn't mean easy. Okay. But it's become simple. Okay. Um. It's been forced upon artists to not be too embedded in the art of it. Mm-hmm. Don't get don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I don't find the love I have for hip hop anymore, and I shouldn't be. Say, I shouldn't be saying that at twenty two. Mm. I'm only twenty two. I should be not. I should not be saying I'm falling. I'm falling out of love with the genre of music. Genre of it's music, the time I'm yeah. supposed to be experiencing music yeah, exactly to the best of my core. But yo, what do you think of like the direction of hip hop in the next five years? genuinely i mean but your aspect is more mainly focusing on um hip-hop that is mainstream i think yeah. you know yeah hip-hop that is mainstream is very like it's what gets things buzzing and yeah. what gets listens because if you like i was watching a video i think it was um it was on vox or there or some some documentary and they were talking about vox how good yeah vox are dope mm. um they were talking about how hip hop songs have shortened from being five minutes to being condensed to two minutes. Yeah. If you look at average album times from back in the day, can like I tell you why actually? It's because it's because of the SoundCloud SoundCloud rappers and stuff like that. Not you precisely. Know? Can I tell you why? Why? The shorter the song, the more you play it again and again. It's because streaming. Yeah, but see, that's that's SoundCloud. That's basically yeah. what I'm trying to say. Like SoundCloud, yeah. guy, the SoundCloud rap. And stuff <coughs> like that, getting streams and making sure that, you know, songs can be hit. Why do you think yeah. new trap songs, are, new new hip hop songs are made as quickly as EDM songs? Remember, EDM songs used to be made like there was, ev- there was every single week there was a new EDM jam every Funny day. Funny thing is, I feel like the production on EDM is harder. It is harder, but it's there's harder. it is harder, but yeah. like with but like with hip hop yeah, like for yeah. example if you look at like um yeah. if you look at m- famous guys like um but for you example, know why for example like yeah. look at look at like Kendrick, uh, Kendrick Lamar Ooh, he hasn't yeah. he hasn't released anything in is it 2 years it's going 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 3 years right 3 years but if you want to talk about this and we talk we talk about like like record label pressure that's that's another whole yeah yeah get into it yeah the reason why i'm i'm bringing that out is because um it's very important to know that these artists have luxuries because the songs are still on the charts mm-hmm. someone like drake had taken on the on the billboard for how long they said what how many weeks 500 weeks mm-hmm. take was on the billboard and we went 20 for 500 weeks bro that's like 10 years Damn. bro that if if he didn't remove an album for that, I don't even think that record label would pressure him that much. Of course, 
the money is still coming in. Mm-hmm. Guys like the baby need to constantly drop. Yeah. So I think with guys like Kendrick, they have less pressure to release. Mm-hmm. They have less pressure. And also because there are artists who make timely albums. Mm-hmm. Guys like the baby don't. Yeah, they will make a song for like the summer, yeah. That's yeah. it. A guy like Kendrick Bros, most of us will sit down and listen to Good Kid Matsy till today. Mm-hmm. So even record labels they themselves they treat artists very differently. Mm-hmm. It's and but it's down to the artist as well. Like the way you release your music will determine whether you're going to be listening to you're still gonna be releasing music next year. Yeah. Yeah. And stay relevant. Yeah. So the label can make money. So the label can make money, so you can churn you out. The same way Kanye was just saying, man. Yeah. These contracts that they have with with different artists and record labels, it's very so bad. It's very one-sided. <laughs> so bad. I was, I was, I was. Is this what Hitboy said the other day? What did he say? I didn't, I didn't see. Hitboy has, I think he has a worst record deal in the in the whole label, man. Really? And he signed his deal when he was young. He was like twenty something. Who, who is he signed to? Um. I think Def Jam. I'm not sure. Oh, I'm okay. not sure. I think Def Jam. Okay. But like, you know, he's been he's been on songs like Niggas in Paris. He's been on this, especially this new album for Big Sean. I think he's produced like three quarters of the album. This one, Detroit too. Yeah. Mm. He's been he's been he's produced um what was this Beyonce song that was on her album? What was the album called Yon was it called Yonce? Was it Yonce? Oh, Yonce? Wait, which which one? Be um, was it the one she had the song with Chimamanda? Yeah, Beyonce. Yeah, it was called no, no, no. Was it? Was it? No, it was a self-titled album. Was it called Beyonce? He produced "Feeling Myself." Oh, he did. Yo, he's a good producer, man. But he has a worse record deal. But worst. I mean, he's a produ- like he's a producer. I don't know. I don't. Know. But yeah, producers okay. actually in line to make more money than artists. Yes, because like you have so, like, an artist can have one album, yeah, yeah, a couple of features, yeah. A producer can be like on fifty songs a year, yeah. depending on how good he is. Yeah, uh, the amount of studio time you take, you know, you don't even have to produce for like big artists. You can just produce for anyone. For anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, he he had just such a bad, and because he signed his deal when he was so young, he was yeah. twenty one, twenty two, and that at that age you're you're just like, yeah, I'm gonna sign a deal. It's a record deal. Come on. Do you see how much how much like for example how much Interscope offered um T Pain? The first one or he now? He must have been like sixteen. It was for like nine hundred thousand dollars, bro. Dude, nine hundred thousand. As a signing bonus, man. Nine hundred thousand dollars as a sixteen-year-old. At how old you? Who don't you do that money, bro? At sixteen, like, what do you actually do that money? He turned it down. He he went for what? Which deal? He signed. I signed a deal. I think I can't remember with who, but like for twenty thousand dollars only. Yeah, nine hundred thousand dollars at sixteen doesn't make sense, bro. It was too much. Is he was sixteen, fifteen, somewhere? But he was really young. So much money, bro. Like you know, this industry keeps you in such a way that I had once. I won't say which Kenyan artist, but it's a female artist. She talked about selling your soul in the industry. But it is basically like selling your soul in the industry. Yeah, bro. This is this guy. Most of guys don't do these things because they're crazy. Yeah. You you have to do these things. Yeah. You have to be naked once in a while you have to have a sex tape once in a while yeah. you have to you have to just be that's all the part of fame once in a while that's all part divorced of fame divorced once in a while yeah, yeah. just keep on relevant man but what do you think about it though would you like even like you're doing podcasting now yeah yeah it's part of entertainment yeah do you find yourself 
if you're given a deal by like Spotify, like the way Joe Rogan was recently, yeah, yeah, yeah. million dollars, yeah, you yeah. take it. If it means you can't post content that you want, you have to post content that they want. I mean, it's a hundred million dollars. I mean, it's a hundred million dollars, <laughs> but like, there's for some for Spotify to come to me and offer me that kind of money, they know, like even for, like even for Joe Rogan. Let's yeah. let's start there for Joe Rogan. I know with his with his contract that he has with Spotify, he still has a lot of creative rights to it. It's just that he won't be able to. <laughs> He won't be able to do it on on YouTube, and I don't know if he still can be able to do it on YouTube. I think he still does it on YouTube, but I don't think he can do it on Apple. He can only do it on on Spotify. Only Spotify and YouTube. That's it. Ay. You see so now. He has two platforms, yeah. But you see now, the reason why Spotify gave him that kind of deal is because yeah. they know Joe Rogan, his viewership, his listeners, they'll follow him. They'll follow him to any platform that he's on, as long <laughs> as they. As long <laughs> as you have viewers and stuff like that, they'll come through and make yeah. it exclusive, you know? Yeah. Um, but I know he has more power in that deal. I mean, for me, if I was given that deal right now, yeah. please, I would take I would take it. Please, Spotify, if you're listening, just talk to talk to your boy. So see, you know, like, like, I look at it from my perspective now as an artist and I'm thinking, um, I'm working with so many people mm-hmm. on very weird things. Mm-hmm concerts of music that I haven't heard before. Yeah. Like Chomo. Chomo was just Ooh, Chomo was thing. A, <laughs> Chomo, Chomo was a jam. Was a Talk jam. about that jam actually. How oh did yeah. it start? <laughs> what you what were you doing? Um so we had um one of we had a, we see, that time Kisembe didn't exist. Ah. So I just I used to make music around my boys um excuse. Mm-hmm. So I was just some guys came with a concert, he came with a melody mm-hmm. and a bit of a kick drum. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, this is dope. Mm-hmm. Let me holler at my boy. Mm-hmm. I think we want to we want to finish this song for you. Yeah. So, Mukundi pulls up. Mm-hmm. Mutune pulls up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Story is so funny. So, uh, lights went three times. So the original version of Chomo that we made, we can't remember. It's not the one that was released. Wait. So there was a different version. There's a different version of Kone the song. FL Studio, kuna nini autosave? Hey, that time we hadn't even put the autosave on FL. Oh my goodness. The lights went like three times, bro. Mm-hmm. So in the middle of the process of making it, let's say we lose like a bass line. We don't mm-hmm. remember it, so we have to make a new one. Mm-hmm. The lights went the third time. Mm-hmm. The chord progression is gone. We have to make another one. Oh my gosh. So the third time we said, okay, where's the autosave? <laughs> you started looking for it yeah so we saved it finally then the version of Chomo that came out was so funny because the saxophone is the best part of the song mm-hmm. but the first time Mutune played it was so shit <laughs> <laughs> I think I've told you this before yeah. I've told you this before I, mm-hmm. I'm not chatting shit I told him yeah when he played the first time it was bad mm-hmm. it was so bad no offense mm-hmm. Mutune I love you <laughs> it was bad <laughs> then we went to the, it was my birthday actually that day. Yeah. So we went to the club, mm-hmm. had a couple of drinks, we talked about it. Yeah. We chucked, we went, I failed, for sure. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I came the next morning, I listened to it in my hangover state and yeah. I was like, this song actually has some potential. Yeah. So I, I called Stacy to come to the house. Um, the vocalist now. The vocalist, yeah. She listened to it, she was like, mm, I don't like that bass line. 
<laughs> I don't like those cards. Stacy, Stacy, she's I love her. She's very honest. She's open about it. She doesn't like something. Yeah. So we did the production as well with her in the room. Oh, nice. And she did the lyrics in like two minutes. She just came to me like, yo, give me a Samburu word. I was like, okay. Chomo. Chomo words. Chomo day. What does Chomo day mean? Go away. So she wrote an English part to it. In response, Chomo means go away. So oh. it's a love song. Mm. You know, you, you can have a boyfriend who's just somewhere new. Mm. But you keep on telling him, I love you, but go away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was the point. That was the concept. That she came. It was like in two minutes. I was like, <laughs> yeah, so she's she's so amazing, man. So we sang the song then. <laughs> Baba Mutune decides to wake up. Yeah. He wore his shades, mm-hmm. entered the booth, mm. and played the most beautiful piece I've ever had on a microphone. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, man! Till today, I listen to that saxophone. I'm just like yo. Oh, this time he came in and and oh he, my god, he did wonders. Oh my god, you should even hear what people just say about that saxophone, man. Mm. Ah, it was beautiful, bro. I wish you were there. It's so beautiful, man. I think you you've been to that studio. As well. I've been to the studio. I've come <laughs> to the studio. I've come to the studio. Yeah, it's a very interesting space. Yeah. <laughs> so when you, when someone gets into the booth, it's more of like it's nice and confined, and you know. Yeah. So like um for the new music that we're working on mm-hmm. um. Working with a couple of artists right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're in contact with Mr. Lou right now. Mr. Espresso. Okay. I don't know what's gonna come of that, but that'll be very interesting for me. Mm-hmm. I hope to work with Blinky Bill. Ah. Because I know he might find that weirdness I'm looking for. Yeah, Blinky Bill. I don't know if you heard his new song. Yeah, that was in Gong Hills. The video is in Gong Hills. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it. You've what do you think of it? I love it. I love the song. Actually, let me let me even let me even play it again because yo, <laughs> that song is that song is is dope. I love love yeah, love Blinky's that song. Crazy, man. And Blinky's I like the crazy. fact that he's very. He doesn't like he uses a lot of different sounds, yeah. and he doesn't care how it sounds. Like it's it's if he likes it, he likes it. Yeah, but that's that's music though. No, don't do. There's artists who who make music just to put it out there and see if they can blow up. You know, and that's not music. But that's, that's still, just it's, a it is still music. If you if you're like, if you're expressing yourself, it's, it's not music. It's just those guys just make sounds. They were the guys. They were the guys. No, but but I I I honestly th- I honestly th- I honestly think. I honestly think Blinky, what he does, especially yeah. in the music world, and yeah. and even though he doesn't get a lot of views, um, yo, but he's big in Europe, though. It's a crazy thing, like he's big. Wait, what part of Europe? Amsterdam. Yo, the Dutch, yo, the Dutch love him. Really? Even if you check, like, if you check, like, where his biggest listens are, like on Spotify, it's very weird countries like Southampton and Principe. Amsterdam, yo, like, yo, yo. Like Netherlands, you're like, yo. Let's get in. Let's on. let's get into this, man. Why is it the Kenyans don't support their own? The biggest example, as Majimbo. Is she Kenyan, really? Is she yeah, she's Kenyan. Nah, no, she's not South African. We're even a bit. I went to high school with her brother. Oh, for real? Yeah, we even slept in the same room. <laughs> Look, Kenya <laughs> things. That guy's a lawyer guy from here, but 
where can people listen um, uh, when are you gonna drop something what what should we be prepared for man yo instagram born on sunday mm-hmm. twitter born on sunday mm-hmm. um if you listen to me um mixing wise this is supposed to be posted on the name dj bunker mm-hmm Obviously, when listen to my production, Bono Sandy, on okay. every social media platform. All right. Yeah. That's perfect. That's perfect. Now, we're going to get into the session. Sunday is going to mix for us. I hope you guys enjoy. All right. Thanks for having you, man. Always, man. Cheers.
Ой, вы его. Are you cheating? Are you cheating? Are you cheating? 